0: included
1: like as a bonus or something like that's lo- how we'll validate its crappiness exactly
0: oh, oh rocket punch this is rocket punch episode 11
1: it's all downhill from here folks we reviewed
0: this in north star and god hand and let me tell you we were pre- pretty close to making this the muppet show podcast
1: we were this close we watched the muppet movie before this and we came into it thinking, oh, hey, the Muppet movie, this is old and dated. This is old
0: and dated. This is going to be something terrible and ironic to talk about in an animation podcast.
1: We were so wrong.
0: <laughs> that was a good movie. How can Orson Welles be hilarious even after his death?
1: uh man. Too, man- too many uh, cameos in that
0: movie are not enough. Um... I don't think I noticed all the cameos just yet. Richard Pryor was in the movie! I know. Richard Pryor and Steve Martin and Orson Welles. But apparently Milton Berle, Dom DeLuise, and several others were in it, so... And Bob Hope. And Bob Hope. But enough about the Muppets. Today, we'll be doing kind of something strange. Because this being that, although Rocket Pumps does do its fair share of researching, this has kind of been hard to find for us.
1: Yeah, it's not exactly easy to find free episodes of The Ren
0: and Stimpy Show. And we are going to be reviewing what I declare is all three parts of it, which would include the original first season, which comprises the first 17 episodes, the games episodes where Spumpko and the creator John Kruselusi lost the rights to Ren and Stimpy, and Nick made something along the lines of 39 episodes, and... The awkward adult party, where they gave him power, but perhaps too much.
1: Too much power. What's that saying? Power, absolute power corrupts, or yes, something like that's that. That's exactly it. Yeah. Too much creative freedom. Now, why did why did they lose the uh, the uh, the license? You said the switch. It's been a very convoluted
0: thing. Not. Convoluted. We'll get into it. When like will we we'll get right into right it there, yes. while we discuss this.
1: All right. Let's start with some animation news. Whew. Is, is there, there's quite a lot this week, isn't there?
0: Oh yeah. All right. Where to start? Where to where start? Where to begin? First of all, fucking Smurfs. <laughs> Smurfs. Smurfs. God damn. Columbia Pictures and Sony have announced that they have greenlit or a live-action slash DJI Smurfs movie.
1: That's... That's the news. That's the news. And the
0: writers of Shrek 2 and... Why are you messing with the mic? Because we got to move it.
1: Uh, Alright, so the writers of Shrek 2 are doing what? Shrek 2 and Shrek 3 are interested in the
0: screenplay.
1: This is not good, people. Shrek- like, this is not good. Uh, I don't know if there's anybody... If there's anyone out there who's been clamoring for a, for a, for a Smurfs movie... This, this is not your podcast. Get the hell out of here. Get out of no here. No one wants this. Go
0: watch your Snorks and your Smurfs and all of your other 80s cartoons that were never very good in the first place. Oh, man. So is, is this greenlit? Will it happen? It's Well, if there's not even a screenplay in existence yet. Then so, no, it's just an idea. It's just an idea at the moment. Which
1: means we're, I don't know, it might not happen if we're lucky.
0: Let's just hope that the Transformers 2 movie bombs. It's, is it still Michael Bay? It's Dome Bay. Damn it. <laughs> All right. God damn it. And in other news, producer Jeffrey Katzenberg has announced that he wants to have five Kung Fu Panda sequels. Because the
1: industry needed more karate, ninja, Kung Fu spinoffs and Voiced by Jack stuff. Black. That's the only saving grace. I and... Agree. That's a cast a, of others that I really don't know much about. That escape about. us at the time because
0: we don't really watch m- mainstream movies.
1: And you didn't see Kung Fu Panda. I sure as hell didn't.
0: Right? I'm not paying money to see Ghosty Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, even
1: I don't know it's Jack Black, but it doesn't really even sound Stop like him. You know, with that. it doesn't even really sound like Jack Black. I don't know. Like I saw School of uh, I saw School of Rock. That's just not an he animated. Was in it. I know, I know, but it was Jack Black. It's like. I'm still not going to see something that just that he lends his voice to. It's just not... I'm just not up for that. But, man, five
0: more movies? Well, that's what he wants.
1: So it's going to be like a six-part, like, two trilogies. Hopefully he'll
0: combine one of the sequels with one of the Streck sequels so that he'll take care of one of them.
1: Ugh, man. But...
0: Phew. Nothing good to say about that. Um... That's
1: about it. That's about it. Well, well other than hmm. the
0: stabbings, which are which were a tra something very tragic.
1: Yeah, the uh, the the popular uh, Japanese area uh, Akihabara. Akihabara, the well, I don't know hobby district. It's a is big hobby. It it's a
0: big hobby and otaku district.
1: Yeah, there was there were some stabbings, and uh, that's at all least, we can say about at it. At least tragic. seventeen
0: people were injured, and at least seven were killed.
1: Yeah, but that was. Yeah. So but, it just coincidentally happened to happen in like a hobby district. So I don't know. That's it's, te- it's terrible. Oh yeah, it's absolutely terrible. But you know, I don't know. You can't really attribute that to animation news or animation in general.
0: Oh, and another. Speaking of the previous news bit, uh, we talked a little bit about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and a little controversy. And what do you know? It I found uh, even after it was said to halt all publication of JoJo's. I, just yesterday, I happened to find volumes one through four on sale at a bookstore. That's
1: because it's a bunch of bull. You can still buy them. They're not going to stop making money off these movies because they're just going to keep ignoring anything anybody says. I
0: wonder what religions this book insults.
1: Every religion under the sun, or not none at all. Because uh, I know you wouldn't ask unless it was really small or very high.
0: It's very small. Uh, let's see if there's guy fighting. It's a homosexual fighting. Pose. Fighting. There's a man crying. I Manly can't... tears. Uh, none. Okay, we can't find none. any.
1: So I uh, don't know what the big deal is. Uh, well, it's uh, like a do, but I'm not going to touch on it. Let's let's continue. Uh, let's see. Video game news. Uh, this is a big one, people. There has been a patent for uh, Mega Man Nine from Capcom. So something named Mega Man Nine will be coming out eventually. Is this news? This is definitely
0: news. Mega Man 9, what do they have? They've already done something around the lines of... Six... Eight times six is 48. 48 robot villains.
1: Yeah, but we haven't had a Mega Man... A traditional Mega Man game. Screw your battle networking. I'm your Star talking Force. about
0: Mega Man. There have I, been 48 villains. What else can they do?
1: I don't know, but I still... I'm a fan of the series. I haven't played one since, what when did uh 8 97 dude that was like 10 years ago give us at least one more every 10 years throw me a bone that's fine i mean there's people there's fans out there that want it if
0: okay you're,
1: if you're like me and have been ignoring all these spin-offs except for i don't know maybe zero and the zx and stuff that's okay then uh this is good news i mean people have been wanting this for a long time maybe we'll hear about some stuff at e3 but as of now just a patent might not even turn into anything Uh, let's see. Wario Land Shake has been renamed Wario Land the Shake Dimension, if anybody cares about that. But the other Wario Land news for that game is Production IG, the animation studio from Japan, is going to be supplying the game with uh, tons of cutscenes. And uh, we're going to have, like, an opening and ending and some cutscenes, you know, all from them. And uh, for those of you not familiar with the animation studio, what have they done?
0: They've done basically everything involving Ghost in the Shell within the past ten years, including the Ghost in the Shell movie, the Ghost in the Shell TV series, the recent Ghost in the Shell Innocence movie, uh, what have you.
1: Yeah, and uh, I guess they did a little bit in Cooley. They've done a lot of animation
0: they, in Japan. They've the been around the block. They also did the Kill Bill sequences.
1: Well, so if you remember that, those animation sequences in Kill Bill, that was probably almost all of them. Uh, let me think. Think, think, think. I guess that's all the video game news. I mean, I don't know, Metal Gear Solid 4 came out this week, but uh, we ain't talking about
0: that. Nope. Hey, Wing Zero, I heard you had a copy.
1: Yes, I do. I also heard you do not have a PS3. No, sir, no, I don't. Here's the story behind this. When Metal Gear Solid 3 Subsistence came out... Um uh, there was a limited edition copy of that. I chose not to reserve that and now I regret it because it's impossible to find. But I, you
0: own the game.
1: Yeah, well I own the game because I owned the PS2. Isn't I'm, that the important point? I understand
0: that, but eventually Is there any extra gameplay in Metal Gear Solid 4? What do you mean? That in the know, limited, limited edition.
1: Oh there's like a there's a Blu ray disc that comes with it with a behind the scenes thing. There's a uh a starter a packet for Malgear Online which I loved to death when it was still up on the PS2. Uh soundtrack I guess they threw in there, maybe some scratch and sniff stickers and a tattoo or two, who knows. What have you? But uh I don't know. I was uh, I missed out on it last time, I ain't missing out on it this time. So when I get a PS3 eventually, I will be ready.
0: When will that be?
1: I have no idea. To say <laughs> sir. When $400 is worth much less than it is worth today. When it's easier to get. So you can
0: go back in time and get $400, which would be something of the equivalent of uh, $4,000. Then you go into the future today and use that money to buy PlayStation 3. Exactly. So that's the plan. And genius, sir. I shake your hand. Alright, so uh,
1: I guess we're going to be starting off with our animation topic. Not much news, but we'll just get right into this.
0: This is something of very intricate interest to me Ryan Stimpy. It is something I've very much enjoyed since my childhood, and it's brought up a lot of conflicting thoughts.
1: This series has been and is all over the place in terms of direction style, animation, content. It just has tons of meat to talk about here.
0: Absolutely. So, let's just start at the beginning. In 1992-93, like the early 90s, Nickelodeon commissioned Three Studios to make an animated show for their network which really wasn't much at the time.
1: Yeah, I mean Nickelodeon was fairly new company.
0: They had The Rugrats, Doug, and Ren and Stimpy. Now, while well, these former shows like they're they each brought up a different style and the quality of which can be discussed at length. Well will not get into but that But let's not get into that Because what made Renton and Stimpy just, I'll simply say it, it was far superior to both of them Yeah Is that it stuck to the concept of uh, Cartoons are a film And we're going to use the, the art form of the cartoon To just make something funny for everyone As opposed to making something fun for children
1: all right, so you're saying that it was more geared towards many different open audiences and they were trying to make it a very good show on average and not just be very narrow-minded in who they were putting like, it towards? Like, this
0: show is something that I could say that it's very well done. I think it's a very well-done show in its early time.
1: So what, the first 17 episodes at least The first two excellent. seasons,
0: just to explain this, the good first stuff. two seasons of Ren and Stimpy... Were done by Spumko and its creator John Chris Lucy, the Spunko Studios. And sometime after those episodes, they lost basically John K. lost the rights to Run and from Nickelodeon, and the show was given over to the studio they were just up and running called Games, which later became Nickelodeon Studios.
1: Uh huh. Now, why did they? Why did he lose uh, lose the licenses? There's a lot of. There's a lot of.
0: There's a lot of different theories, and obviously he has a blog now, so you can... Everyone
1: has a blog now. Even we can complain about random stuff that, you know, people want to hear about.
0: But the fact of the matter... What it's either said is what happened was that there was a lot of delays between making episodes, because... Possibly because a lot of episodes were rejected. Oh, well, yeah,
1: for content. Like, Let's or, just say that.
0: Or... John Kay, well, I can say is very well ta- talented. It sounds like kind of he sounds, seems very pushy in his ideas. He seems very like this is my idea. If you don't agree with it, you're crazy. <laughs> so he basically threw a
1: bunch of storyboards at him, and it's like, okay, how about this for an episode? It's called Ren seeks help. No, all right, fine, we're not doing it, you idiots. But let's move on to the next one, and maybe have thirty, though. We'll how about Stimpy's one.
0: invention? Uh, I don't know. They didn't actually think Symphony's Invention would be a good episode. But, like, lo and behold... Is this true? Yeah, this is true. Like, I don't know... I don't think we can accept this concept of... This is too crazy. <laughs> too it's like, crazy, every episode I have delivered to you is crazy. What are you... What are you debating here? Oh, oh. man. Alright, well, let's talk about how it's animated. It's animated in a very classical fashion. Very much like the Looney Tunes, or the Terry Tunes, or Woody Woodpecker, or Popeye, it's, it's actually designed in the way of the 1940s Looney Tunes.
1: Alright, so it's, 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 it's very... But is it well animated?
0: It's, because of its limited animation, it's a complex subject. Yes, it's well animated, but it's also limited animation, and so... you can see that expressed. So when they... There's
1: a lot of stills, but when they try to actually make something move, it looks very good.
0: Oh, absolutely. All right. And so that a lot of sense. that... One of that could also be contributed to the... to the artists involved in this, including John Kay, who does really know what they were doing when they animated this. Because there are... There are just, like, a couple frames where it seems like a lot is happening, but it's only just a couple frames expressing what is happening. It's, it's just... Very well composition scenes and acting, for a car- for a cartoon. Especially this is coming out of the slump of the '80s, where we had GI Joe and He-Man. Ooh yeah, the GI Joe was not a very good looking show. And John K. To, to go back on this, actually worked on the Smurfs.
1: Oh, so needless wow. to say, he had
0: a lot of. He kind of wanted to change. He wanted to change things a little. How did
1: we link that back to the Smurfs? Ugh. I don't know. You can link anything. Everything's fairly. come back full circle,
0: <laughs> but essentially, let's—it's just like the everything that works for Run and Stimpy works because, like, it's very grounded. It's got a very nice foundation of art, like the art, the backgrounds.
1: The backgrounds are amazing. They're I they believe look really the very, very ones very in this nice. season
0: are and this, and the game season are possibly oil paintings. But they're like they're. They looked almost like pastels. Like the, that's true. I think they're oil paintings. Mm-hmm. A lot of this can be contributed to the works of Maurice Noble, who was a background designer, <laughs> in the nineteen forties and basically the time of Warner Brothers and so forth. And they made these very uneven compositions. Do you remember the Wadley Coyote and Roadrunner sorts?
1: I remember most of them. Yeah. Do you
0: remember they had these very uneven backgrounds? Not particularly. Well, that was him, and that was a lot of the influence for the background in this show.
1: Hmm. Well, what? Well, is it a fun show to watch? I think that's why like, people absolutely. would listen this to Absolutely, this is a very, funny. I mean,
0: the episodes in season one and two, especially, are just a very funny show to watch. Like, I know we have differing opinions on this because you were saying earlier. I was that- saying
1: how it was extremely abstract and very wrong by television standards of the time. Even looking well, back, I don't well, understand how they got One example this. of
0: this is in the episode Space Manage," which you referenced, where Ren goes slightly insane and begins hallucinating that a soap bar is an ice cream bar. Oh, I like to ch- uh, chew on them and chew on the chewy middles. Tastes so good. And it's a very <laughs> disgusting scene because they, they express this very well, that there's this crackling of the <laughs> soap as it's going in his mouth. And it's like, you could taste the soap. Like, I could taste the soap in my mouth. This was, like, I don't know how well how many art styles can do that to me, where I can actually sense have a sense of smell coming out of me, or taste.
1: Yeah, that's a very powerful animation and soundboarding. I mean, that's, I don't know how they pulled that off, but thinking back on that, it's like, yeah... I could taste that soap that Ren was buying into. It's and like, act, I always wanted to bite into a bar of soap. Now I can. The leave acting,
0: the, the acting especially is like it's very slow. It develops itself, like especially with Ren in these early episodes. He may be psychotic, but there's always something that's driving him to that.
1: Mostly, uh, Stimpy's idiocy. Oh, absolutely, and Stimpy. Stimpy,
0: you idiot! I will kill all of you. And Stimpy, who. Just like the best way I could describe to be is just a man child He's Larry from the Three Stooges. He's Larry from the Three Stooges, yes. But the way he's described it is he's he's a three-year-old cat who watches cartoons, and that's like a twenty-one-year-old. That's like a. a, a
1: yeah, um, we've uh, just come to a <laughs> shocking revelation that we're not going to talk about. But
0: so, so it's just they're they're but but somehow they're buddies and they're pals. And they like to hang out. And there's nothing sexual about it. Nothing at all. Nothing. Not for... There's little things here and there, and obviously, it's hinted at. Especially little scenes like, in the Christmas episode, Ren, Ren, who's trying to comfort Stimpy in his time of need, looks up and motions towards the mistletoe and gives these bedroom eyes to Stimpy. (laughs)
1: Yeah, but that's still kind of cartoon wackiness at that point. That's true. Where did this show go horribly wrong? Is where, what I should say. Where did say. it go horribly wrong? Like, okay, so the first two seasons, excellent for Very, the most part, like enjoyable cartoon, great stuff. But then, uh, then what happens? Then somewhere happens. in this
0: process, somewhere in the process, which I really don't want to debate, Nickelodeon took over, used their game studio, and actually took one of the took a lot of staff. Which, including um, let's including voice actor Billy West who is the voice of Stimpy which actually created a big void between the John K. and uh, Billy West John Kay of course <coughs> did the voice of Ren t- up to this point right but after that it was Billy West doing the voice
1: huh so that's and want to uh, seriously divide things
0: like yes and and uh, well these episodes actually keep a lot of things Intact, like the backgrounds, still say, still same, still stay, like very nice. Like by this point, they're like, oh, I get it, and everyone just understands how this style works.
1: Well, I don't understand if if Nickelodeon took most of the animators, most of the staff, voice actors, except for you know the voice of uh, the voice of Ren. They took
0: a lot of the main staff. They took a lot of the staff that like really let let this show work. So why did the show turn awry? Well, then, if not, they had so much. Well, for one thing, basically, they they started doing something based off their own concept of what Run and Simpy was about, and these concepts, as opposed to being like developed on the characters themselves, were more developed on the sake of doing disgusting things for the sake of doing disgusting things.
1: So they were just pushing the envelope and jumping the shark. Like they right? were doing,
0: they were just being. Disgusting for the sake of it. Like I know one episode which was about Ren learning that he's old. Like the moment he finds out I'm he's so old,
1: old, I remember that. That was the moment very he disgusting. finds out
0: he's old. Like his, his, he, his whole body droops, and and it's not even like they could have made this look very nice, but instead it looks very disturbing. It looks very disturbing, and it doesn't. And at times it doesn't have the three dimensionality that these drawings tend to you ha, used to have. Like, it loses a lot of acting and a lot of the art style and the foundation that it used to have.
1: Maybe that was what really... Was that was that at the point where the show just got really disturbing? Like, I remember... Yes. Do you remember the horse with the nipple?
0: The, the rubber the, nip- the rubber, no, that was rubber salesman was a John Kay episode. So
1: you take John Kay's original idea, which was and many of his his jokes and stuff and references are just just like very out of place in Sean's cartoon. And then if you take that and remove the boundaries and let somebody else try to interpret that and just go crazy with it, that's what happened in the second season. That's essentially,
0: that's really what happened with these, They tried to build on that. Like, these 39 episodes. And that's not what made it great. No, what made it great was Ren going psychotic, Stimpy being silly and stupid. Like, instead, there were these plot... There were... There's something I... There was storyboarding, you know? There's a plot... There's something I was told recently where, if you can't describe a plot in more than, like, a sentence... It's based on the plot elements itself, as opposed to the characters. Uh-huh. And you can definitely say these first seventeen episodes were more based on Ren and Stimpy. Uh, it's sp- not what they're like doing; it's how they do it. Exploring things like Run Stimpy wrestle two two guys. <laughs> it's just Run Stimpy being Run Stimpy for <laughs> eleven minutes, fighting a bunch, having a wrestling match, and being themselves.
1: Opposed to now, what's a bad
0: example? of A bad how they example do of this is uh, Stimpy inventing a machine which splits Ren into multiple parts, and he has to find a way to put them back together. Huh. Which is more plot th- related. Hmm. So,
1: okay, well, now we know the differences between uh, season one, season two. What is the third part of this Ren and Stimpy thing? Ooh, this Spike is Spike TV era is what I like about to call that. About
0: a decade later, what happened was after the success of Adult Swim, Spike TV was kind of leering in their giant Viacom building going we have better plans for this. Much better plans. And like, a comic book, you could be like, we're ready for your ideas. And, like, the the shadows reveal, and it's John Kay.
1: Bum, bum, bum. Now, this <laughs> well, was... That's expected. <laughs> like, the adult
0: party lineup, well, of Spike TV, which was called... Uh, Dead Block. It <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. Consisted of, <laughs> like, it seemed like very quickly... Greenway cartoons that were adult for the sake of being adult, like Stripperella, Stripper, Stanley Stripperella. <laughs> God, <laughs> jeez,
1: we'll, we'll never talk about that again.
0: Ugh. And uh, why do I remember that? The um, the Kelsey Grammar show. I don't know what you like, well, but there were, then there was Adult Party, which was a lot of the main staff. Basically, a lot of the main staff returning, along with a lot of new people, were very talented. But so what went what went horribly wrong? Well, I'm going to be very subtle at first, because I don't want to get angry at this, because when I first saw this, I was quite plainly appalled. Appalled, Yes. You're like, what are they doing? This isn't why I like the show. Well, first of all, the pacing, like, by this point in time, like, I don't know what happened in between these ten years, but any sense of pacing that the people in this show used to have was completely lost. Maybe it's because they started doing 20-minute episodes. Like, actually... A lot of these episodes are anywhere from thirty to sixty minutes, which you, surprises me.
1: You know, I don't even think that's what it is. I, looking back at older animation, even stuff from the early nineties and eighties, just like the eras we were talking about, those had better pacing because as time went on, there's I I don't I don't know how to explain this, but I think it's almost like people aren't drawn to single frames as much as they are if you just skip around to... Like, every four seconds they change perspective. Like, a- a- Ask a Ninja, for example. That keeps uh, kids' attentions and stuff because it's like, oh, I'm at this angle. Oh, I'm at this angle. Hey, you know, now it looks like this. You can do slow stuff, though. I know, but they're not... It's... Everything's kind of gravitated to this more quickly-paced stuff. Hmm. I don't know. Like That's I- just an idea I'm kind of throwing out there. Okay.
0: But... A lot of the pacing this show is just extremely slow. There are, like, actually, I cannot understand what Wing Zero is saying. Cause, well, I
1: was saying the opposite, that like, things move too fast. Like, but,
0: but he can't... He, like the
1: MTV t- type of stuff. If you ever watch MTV, any show on MTV, they'll zoom in on a character, zoom to another character, five seconds later, they're on something else. Well, I it's think just,
0: you can keep this old film style and you, use it for a good effect. And that's keep slow. You can, a slow, you can yeah. have a slow pacing, but the problem is, is that... Like what's happening is, in this show, is just about the same amount of things that were happening in the first season. Hmm. There's still like, even in very basic plots like Ren and Stimpy go to the beach. That's a thirty. That was a thirty-minute episode. The uh, that was but, a good one. Like be, <laughs> beach frenzy. Beach frenzy. Beach. I've got it right here. Let's take a look. Well,
1: look, if that's more of the same, it's just a very simple idea and you can explain it in one sentence. That then what's the problem? It's the, not the story, it's just how it's executed. Naked beat Fringy. Right.
0: There we go. The problem is, is that the characters lose kind of lost their their appeal. I don't first of all, Stimpy is voiced by someone else. I forget his name. Just as I mentioned before, there was a bit of a rift between Billy West and John Kay. Mm-hmm. But John Kay is back as uh Ren. And just the adult nature of the show make them do very disgusting things.
1: And like, if they weren't already disgusting before, oh
0: man, you're you're in for an eye opener. In Naked Beats Frenzy, there is, um, basically the whole plot is Ren wants these, wants all these hot naked girls to grope him, <laughs> and Stimpy's <laughs> just trying to get the attention of Ren. Like, yeah, that sounds funny. That's, that does sound funny first, But the pro- but the problem is the way he does it. It's kind of disgusting. This one scene. Where he's in the women's locker room, and he dresses up as a butler. lawyer. <laughs> and he that sounds a, great. But, and he holds a towel. But, of course, he's not holding the towel on his hand.
1: Oh, God, that's wrong. And guess
0: what happens when she grabs the towel? I don't know. What happens? What happens?
1: We'll leave it up to you. Let's yours, just say right? that
0: he is his sunscreen goes everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's...
1: That is not what I expect. This, I don't know, they, they changed the demographic. I guess the the people in charge was were like, hey, let me, we need to reinvent Ren and Stimpy. How old were those people who liked Ren and Stimpy? Well, they're ten years older now, so what They're are those, gonna love this. They're gonna love all this sexual the like edu- window. gonna like,
0: Nope. And <laughs> a lot of it, the subtlety is completely lost in this show. They just, like, if they're not saying the punchline... They're like winking they're winking at you.
1: Or blatantly doing whatever they're trying to make a joke about. Well,
0: obviously, like we mentioned before, Ren and Stimpy are very subtly homosexual. But now in this one, They're full blown gay. Oh, completely. There's a scene, actually in The Naked Beats Frenzy, where Stimpy comes out in a bikini. Uh. Uh-huh. But the problem is but he's uh, well, I don't know. You remember the,
1: the skinny dipping part I was showing skinny you earlier dipping in the part, first season?
0: The, when they're skinny dipping in one of the early episodes and they're like, Oh, come on.
1: Come in the water, Ren. I
0: don't
1: know. That's, that's, that, and that's sexual. That's fi- but well, like it's, it's fine. It's still goofy kind of cartoony
0: but, stuff. And there's also another scene where I think most people are aware of this scene or at least have some knowledge of it. There's a scene in one of them where basically Ren comes in with a baseball... And Stimpy comes in with a catcher's knit. And this essentially ends with them fo- with Stimpy catching the ball with his butt and then running at him, and then some stuff happening in a bed.
1: Wow. Yeah. I don't-
0: you don't remember yeah, that? It's no. a good thing you don't remember. I think
1: it. I probably blocked it out of my mind if I have remembered it. Or the one where
0: or the one where Ren puts a log on Stimpy's butt and has him saw and yeah. saws it with his saw, obviously as a phallic symbol.
1: Yeah, he he stra- uh, Ren strapped a saw to his belt and then put a log on Stimpy's back and sawed it by, like, thrusting. It's very retardedly sexual, uh, sexual and does not need to be there. No one, no one wants to watch that.
0: I do not want to watch a chihuahua having sex. I don't want to watch a chihuahua in general. I like this chihuahua because he's voic-
1: Taco Bell chihuahua.
0: Uh, I like this chihuahua because he's voiced by P- uh, someone who wants to be Peter Lore. And I like Peter Lore. I like Larry Fine. I like those two. Like, if you put them together, if that ever really happened in real life, <laughs> I would be so over that show or movie. <laughs> and this does... The Run and Sniffy just made it even better. But some scenes in this are just, like... They're just so wrong. They lose they lose that charm that it used to have.
1: It's, it no longer becomes a cartoon. It's just this Look, really disgusting it feels like it's shadow like, of its former self. It
0: does. I don't... um the, it's still beautiful to look at, though. Like I'd say, the designs are even nicer in Rodel Party. So it's way. one saving grace if you're gonna like,
1: look at it from a technical standpoint.
0: And I'd also have to, I'd also have to say that yeah, that's and uh, yeah, basically.
1: All right, so uh, I guess that's all we can say about well, that. Stick yes, we can. The, hmm?
0: We can still. Well, we can also talk about the music. We have oh, not brought up the music, the music, music. at all. The it's, music, of the intro of Run Stimpy is this. Jazz, little quick little jazz number which is actually I like it a lot
1: oh yeah 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 that's a, that's a great opening the, I don't know I remember a lot of the background music was very like
0: 1950s it was stock music
1: stock music yeah but yeah whatever they used, didn't have to pay for it. it was
0: used to very nice effect
1: oh yeah that was great stuff like any uh, any walking assistant uh, scene, you'd have that. <laughs> the really happy music. Yeah, you know, and then uh, like if, uh, man, there's so much stuff that really sticks out in my mind. Any any time uh, that they, they would uh, have something really really like stressful, they'd have that. <laughs> the really dramatic <laughs> music. <laughs> yeah.
0: Man, that was good stuff. All right. Mm. Um. So we talk about the voicing, the. Because- have we talked about we talked about the story to a slight point.
1: I don't know. It's just like you got a chihuahua and a cat and one's kind of retarded one's really angry all the there's time. A, there's
0: a, a, there's a line for a plot and there's a lot of gags. So, in my opinion, get the first season of Ren and Stimpy.
1: Possibly it's, the second if you really want more. Well, it's
0: one and two. The oh, oh okay, so it, okay, okay. And one and two is all of the John K stuff. All right, so that's good. And that includes the... The band episode, of Man's Best Friend, which is simply great.
1: <laughs> What's, what was band? What was that episode about? It
0: featured George Licker. You know, you ever heard of George Licker? I, mm, no, I don't think he so. He was a character that Nick didn't like, and actually John bought the rights for George Licker when he lost the rights to rent and Stimpy because he <laughs> liked that character so much. Who's, he's actually a very iconic character. He's just this really ignorant Republican Man.
1: Is, is he that, yeah, really, really patriotic angry man? Is yes. that who you're talking about? I've and, seen that stuff. I, now I know who you're talking and about. And there's
0: the one that they show called uh, Dog Show, which was f- very funny. But there's this one, which is even better, which is the prequel to Dog Show where he adopts them and decides to make them attack dogs. Oh, wow. That sounds good. And it includes a, it includes a sequence to uh, Raging Bull. It includes a slow-motion <laughs> shot of George Licker being hit with a plank, <laughs> which is probably one, some of my favorite animations from Ren and Stimpy. Wow, that sounds really good. Well, uh, do they have these on DVD? Have yeah, they everything, everything Ren and Stimpy has been released on DVD. The I, I would say get the first two seasons. If you're a diehard fan, you can get the rest. And then adult maybe pa- Rent Adult Party, you can, if you're def- very, very curious about it. Interesting. If you're an animator, I'd say it's something very good to study. But if you just want to watch something,
1: I wouldn't watch this with anyone. This is hard
0: to watch. I'd have to say, I, I like, put my, like, everything I'm doing, I'm trying to hold back a lot of my opinion of this, because there's a lot. So many just wrong design choices.
1: It's just bad. on gen- In general. All right. So let's, now,
0: let's end this review now. Okay, so... Let's Original
1: go- Ryan Stimpy, great. New stuff,
0: bad. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's go to something very fluffy.
1: Yeah. Alright, video game topic uh, this week. Um, I guess it's going to be Harvest Moon. That's, we that's a hell of a topic to go to. We haven't talked about it yet. And I figure I gotta do it eventually. Eventually? It's, I don't know, there's been enough Harvest Moon for me to talk quite a bit about it. everyone's
0: into the Harvest Moon.
1: Now, Now, here's my main question for this. How did this become popular? I'm not sure. The Super Nintendo game was released, I believe, in 96, which was the very tail end of the Super Nintendo's lifetime. It was. That's
0: when 64 came out.
1: Right. So, barely anybody bought it then, and still to this day, it's like 60 bucks on eBay. It's insane. I own it? Yeah, you're very uh, very. Why do I own it? No, I'm talking about the Super Nintendo one. Oh. And then, directly, almost like a year or two later maybe maybe within a year, the Nintendo 64 version came out. And that was rare as hell, too. Nobody played that. I did. Yeah, I know you did. Now, here's my story about how I got into Harvest Moon at, up until this point. I was playing Super Smash Brothers on the Nintendo 64 like everyone else who owned a Nintendo 64. Unless you're those people who didn't that's all they like, had. Well, I know, I know. Every, there weren't a lot of games on, on Nintendo 64, but there was Smash Brothers. And... At the time, I didn't know anything about Earthbound, and I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing as Ness, and I'm like, "Hey, this kid looks pretty cool. He's got these psychic, electro, fire powers." And uh, I'm at I'm at Toys R Us. And I'm like, "Hey, Nintendo 64 game. That's that kid from the you know. I'm looking at the Harvest Moon 64 box art. I'm like, that's the kid from Smash Brothers. I better get into this." So you were, and for about were- a year or two, I was under the assumption that. Uh, that Ness from Earthbound was the main character Jack from
0: Harvest Moon 64. So you figure that at some point in Harvest Moon you would develop psychic powers to move your hoe to to take care of the ground or. On the
1: contrary, actually, I was under the assumption that they took Jack from Harvest Moon and in order to better adapt him into a fighting game <laughs> character, they gave, gave him psychic, psychic powers.
0: powers. <laughs> yeah, true story.
1: So I ended up buying Harvest Moon 64, and I'm like, this isn't anything at all like Super Smash Brothers. But I'll run with it, because I'm like, well, it's got to be good if there's a character in Smash Brothers from it. And I played Harvest Moon 64, and automatically I was a fan immediately. That game has pulled me in Very uh, a way very few other video games have ever done since. Really? I have played that game fully through, like, five times trying to get all the pictures. Can you try... What's the appeal? Well, I don't know. It's kind of like they start you off with the story that your grandfather has died, and you're sent a letter saying, Hey, you know, the, the farm is left in your hands if you want... If uh, you can take care of the farm and bring it back up to speed and actually maybe, make it your own. Maybe, maybe Jack is
0: actually symbolic for the player itself, who is living his life in as this person playing video games. And perhaps when Jack's father died, he was like, maybe I need to make something of myself. And he left the real world, like us, to go play this farm. It's a life simulator, so...
1: Kind of? I don't know. It's not like they give depth to the main character. The main character is mute and is supposed to represent you. That's how most video games work. Only this one can bone people. Oh, boy, can he ever.
0: High five. Woo!
1: I boned every chick I could possibly bone in that game so which leads me to believe I've played the game full, completely through ten times that's kind of sad maybe eight I could uh
0: yeah eight so times so to let's elaborate say. on this subject
1: it's a farming sim plus
0: a dating sim meaning that there are many girl stereotypes I mean stereotypes in this game such as the girl who likes flowers or the drunk or the baker or the baker girl or the horse girl and they're all ready for you to bone. <laughs> like yeah. and perhaps you'll have to get into their interest. Like for the You truck. don't give them weeds. They don't like weeds. Like maybe <laughs> you want to get into this horse chick, so you send her the a horse head from your farm. I love this. And, and you try and get and you try and get hard points in their diary which you have to read every day. That was the Super Nintendo one.
1: In all of them. Yeah, but you don't have access to it until you're at like at least a green heart. So which is kind of defeats and, the point of it towards in that game, but whatever. Go on. But you do
0: get to sneak into their diary, which is kind of kind of creepy.
1: Yeah, but it's very very satisfying. It's like, well, I've been giving this girl a cake for an entire year. Let's see what she has to say about me. And it's not this man is
0: insane. Like, He's why giving me cake every day? Like, it's <laughs> not as though like we're, you're not sneaking to her room. Like, there's a back entrance. Like. And you have to buy a ladder from the general store to get in. This is, you're walking through the front door, and everyone can see as you go into her room. <laughs> it's like, huh. Yeah, like, I guess he must be the new architect to take care of the house.
1: No, originally what it is, is like each, uh, It's uh, it's a small place, so like the baker's the bakery has a room that uh, the baker's, you know, the baker girl lives in that bakery, so it's like hey, you can't enter the back room, we don't know you well enough, or whatever and then it's like, you're maybe at a- you
0: need a if you give us a slice of pie that you bought from the store, every day for a year well, think about it and think it's like- about it, but
1: we're still watching your every movement it's like, and then it's like hey you know, you know the girl's had a green heart and she got sick so now you got to go into her room and now from that one point that you're invited into the room they just assume that you can go in willy nilly whenever you want
0: ah <laughs> oh, man let's, uh, let's this is the the sad thing is this is probably how most dating sims in Japan are which very okay listen Back, I, I
1: actually need to segue back to what I was talking about. How did this series become popular? I don't know. First I, was,
0: I was into it when I heard that there was a game where you could fa- make a farm and milk cows and... It seemed very relaxing. But like, it's like, this is kind of different from the Duke Nukem's and the Doom's of our time. <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh it still is. I it's I can't believe I'm saying this but the industry hasn't changed at all. It hasn't <laughs> not like at we, all.
0: Now we have Harvest Moon but just to prove that there's a little more violence you got Harvest Moon and space battle and robots.
1: <laughs> yeah, there have been spin-offs for Harvest Moon. You've got uh you've got uh Rune Factory which is Harvest Moon which okay, so you put if Harvest Moon was a dating sim plus a life simulator, you know, farming, yeah. this is a dating sim plus har- uh, plus a life simulator plus farming plus dungeon crawling RPG. Huh? And they're like, go with it. And apparently, those events. Can you have had recruit sequels. your cow?
0: Huh? Can you recruit your cow?
1: Um, no, but you can kill. And I refuse
0: to play this game. <laughs> I I refuse to have a game where I can't have a technique where it's milk and you attack the enemies with a milking attack.
1: And then you've got the horrible uh, spinoff, uh, Innocent Life. Innocent Life? Uh, it is was it a- where you spend your time doing nothing? No, it's Harvest Moon in the future, but instead of you being a regular boy, you're a robot. No what? joke, you're a robot that looks like a boy, and you got, to, you got to make a farm... Is that the twist? ...and interact
0: with people. Is that the twist that you're... Is- Is that the twist that you're a robot? I guess that's the twist, yeah. like, do you have dreams of not being able to dream? I did not
1: get that far into the game. (laughs) I played for an hour until I decided it was complete garbage. I completely write off that series as anything but. Um, So, yeah, back to, again, why is this popular? The first two games, Rare, and they were barely released. And then from that, you had... I guess most people are uh, got it on the PlayStation because they made 64, and then Natsume decided to make a completely new game with the characters from 64, but in all new like environments. Was and there anything different
0: from terms of the style of it? The
1: style was well, obviously from changing to 64 to 32, but you're gonna lose a bit. But uh, I don't know. The character portraits were Harvest Moon for Nintendo 64. Obviously, you you uh, measure characters and heads. How heads high are they? they were very, three heads at most. There were three heads, and they were very you know You're, you they're chibi a throughout most style, of the game. I <coughs>
0: suppose. I thought they were midgets.
1: Yeah, and uh, in Back to Nature, which is uh, I'm hope I hope that's the right subtitle for that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Back to Nature on the on the PlayStation, they were like five heads tall. May uh, you know maybe they're four, four or five. designs. They're more realistic designs. And instead of like okay, obviously in Nintendo sixty four one the, the, the girl with the orange hair she was into horses. Her brother, you know, Cliff is uh is an orange haired guy who's also into horses. You know, they 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 made other people who shouldn't logically look like they're related to each other, related to each other. So it's like the pink Wasn't hair-
0: Cliff one of the guys that would marry one of the girls? Yeah, in Nintendo, the Nintendo 64 one,
1: I, I remember liking this. If you ever got, in, got married a girl and then became friends with the guys in the game, you know, like maybe gave them some fish every day or something, eventually like, they hey, would
0: get married too, which is like Like the like funny thing about this cool. is that one of the guys is just like, uh, to someone exploring nature it's like, where does he live? I have never seen a house for this man. He was a
1: wanderer. I mean, obviously he has a hawk. The dude has a hawk. Who's going to own a hawk
0: and live in a house? I don't know. But, like, frankly, all we knew was that he had a little crust on one of the girls. Like, so do you sneak in through the back, or do they let you in through the front? Are you cool enough with them? It's like, so, potpourri, I see you are in the
1: forest. You, you wander the forest often? I do that a lot, too. We should totally go out together. And then they get married.
0: <laughs> well, they, there's not much to do in the town. There's to, like, you can go to the bakery or the library. But all they have the library is help guides
1: yeah that was bogus um the main way to play the game is kind of like you wake up you go outside you water your crops and then uh maybe you feed your your livestock you can buy If you stock, have livestock which i don't know i you kind of you really do have to mess with the optional stuff later in these games you i completely ignore things because they don't matter to the story they're optional like what I don't know. For example, let's say in Harvest Moon 64, which is, I, my, in my opinion, the peak of the series, the entire game is so well-balanced that everything interacts with itself. Like, okay, let's say if I choose not to get chickens, I can't woo a certain girl because she likes eggs, and I can't get the uh, recipe for the, for the egg to like fill out my recipe list, and if I don't have that, I can't be friends with this one dude. So, you kind of have to do everything in the game at Harvest Moon 64, and, uh, in later games, it's it's just like, well, you know, I could have
0: chickens, or I could just grow potatoes forever, you know? I wouldn't mind growing the potatoes, I love some baked potatoes, and you could maybe, like, if this wasn't in the 1800s, which, I don't know, when did this game take place? No, no, this game is in present times. How is this in present times?
1: It's gotta be. Rick and Harvest Moon 64 invented, like, a teleportation device. There's the electronics, apparently. You have a TV, don't you? Oh, yeah. You have a TV. But that's... it's
0: like a, 80s, it's from a TV from the 1980s. It's a, so it's the
1: 1980s with the rabbit ears. This uh. is when this game takes place. 1980. The do, bustle do, and do, hustle do, of do, the do, Harvest Moon life. Do, oh, man. Do, 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 do. Let me see what notes I have here. Alright, so, uh, I have no idea how it became popular. I mean, it's like a, it's a, it's a dating sim and farming game. Who would have thought this would, this would take off? There's like a hundred of these games now. But, uh,
0: I guess hmm? There's a million farming simulators out there, of course.
1: Well, it's all Natsume. Nobody else wants to touch this. But, uh, I guess, okay, maybe most people got on the PlayStation bandwagon, and then maybe the PS2 game, and then it just snowballed. (laughs) So, okay, not first to go two back ones, to PlayStation 1, uh, PlayStation 2 1, and then all the way up to the Nintendo... Uh, no, not Nintendo 64, GameCube 1. Yes. This was a big disappointment, the GameCube 1, for me. After playing Harvest Moon 64, I'm like, oh, man, I cannot wait for
0: a new Harvest Moon. I'm gonna totally ride my horse around the, the farm. But
1: wait a minute, the horse is useless, because the entire world can be walked across in, like half a minute it's True. so goddamn small that horse is useless here's here's the 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 main idea for harvest moon a wonderful life was they wanted to make it more realistic quote unquote so guess what happens your character ages and Bad you die choice you and die at the end there's of the, the game. irony
0: you know this is, this is the real life game there are no extra lives
1: it's like wait a minute I don't get to play forever after the game ends. I don't get to just mess around with stuff. This is a terrible idea. Why would you remove the good things about it and replace it with stuff that you've never done before? You know, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. But, you know, it's like, okay, so, I liked, uh, I liked a big world. No big world. I didn't like, I liked being able to play after the game was done don't have that anymore i liked holidays you liked holidays in the last game there are none maybe there's like three fireworks festival or something like that
0: you you liked
1: a lot of characters you got
0: like five you got the guys who run and you have the guy who was the scientist and then you had the guys who made fireworks why do you need a scientist and a go- and two guys who make fireworks
1: well because of your child because of the child system you, after you get married Obviously since you're aging through the game Your kid ages too And like if you give your kid fireworks as a baby all the time Then continue to give him fireworks You can brainwash him into becoming a pyrotechnician And it's like You know after you die It's like oh hey your kid became a pyrotechnician He oh. became what he always wanted to be And in the same sense You can kind of give him like You know show him like the sheep and stuff To make him become a farmer And, like, that was a good idea, but it's... uh, eh, I don't know. It's just, like, nobody cares about that stuff. Another problem (sighs) with Harvest Moon and Wonderful Life. There was uh, connectivity with the Game Boy Advance Harvest Moon game. And uh, you could uh, get records to play Harvest Moon 64 music and Wonderful Life, which seems like a great idea. But the things that you had to do to get this to happen were so retardedly, like... Out of your way to do them, and nobody had like a Game Boy Advance connection cord, that they were useless. I don't know. Harvest Moon has a terrible, terrible habit of trying to reinvent itself. That is what I'm going to say about that. So they made that, I'm and that
0: kind of bombed. I'm surprised it hasn't turned into an M rating. Where maybe you're you're at your farm and you accidentally use the hoe and the knife and the axe on your cow, and you're like, oh no. Oh, God, I killed him! I killed the cow! You know, And, and you decide, like, well, I can, I can take care of this. And you start to pull the body out into your crops. And then you wake up the next morning and the flower girl's there. The girl's like, teehee, I liked your flowers. I found a head in the grass. And you're like, well, I gotta shut her up. So, I don't know. So, like, so you, you, you smooze her and you take her up to the top of the mountain. And then you're like, this is all fake this is all sad and throw off the edge like no one's gonna look at you there's only ten people here no one's gonna watch you die (laughs) and you walk off
1: speaking of dying in Harvest Moon you can kill someone in Harvest Moon 64 that game has so many little tiny things that they added to it like uh, back to to what I'm talking about there's uh, Ellie's grandmother if you talk to her on a holiday she dies you can cons- you can consciously kill that person by talking to them on a on a on a holiday. It's like why would they put that in the game? It's kind of creep. And then they just
0: cut to her grave. Yeah. Like in the st- within- And it's the
1: same grave you bury the cows in if your cows die. It's oh. not the people area. Like there's sim- only
0: one graveyard. How symbolic of our era that we labor out our old as sheep and cows.
1: Oh, Harvest Moon. What else can I say? Um, besides trying to reinvent things, they're also... Like, I I, I credit Harvest Moon and Wonderful Life for trying to do new things. Like, they had, uh, hybrid crops. Like, you could combine a tomato with, uh, a corn and make, like, a new, uh, new new fruit or something like that. That was a cool idea. But the, the amount of space you had to grow crops was so limited that it didn't matter... Like, you didn't even grow crops in, uh, that
0: game. No, you so didn't. Many... You, you had to stop at once because you just ran out of money because you're waiting for the cow to give milk.
1: Yeah, and speaking of stupid livestock in that game, you couldn't, like, the sh- the goat only gave milk for a certain amount of time, and then you you couldn't sell it after it stopped g- giving milk. But you can choose to not feed it and let it die. Huh. <laughs> and I'm like, stupid goat, I can't do nothing with you. <sighs> uh, what else? Speaking of, uh, let me think. You could, uh... Harvest Moon 64 I'll credit it with it's never been more fun to get drunk in an E-rated game absolutely ever in Harvest Moon 64 you can build up by drinking wine and beer you can build up alcohol resistance and on the first day of the year you have the uh, you have the New Year's Festival yeah and anytime you talk to somebody in the town square, you have to do a toast, and you can drink everybody under the table eventually, even the drunk girl. Oh, the and she takes at least 10 of them. Yeah, it's like I can take another one of these. I ain't losing and then she just like collapses. <laughs> it's
0: was like I'm gonna have alcohol poisoning. I can't do it no more. No one in the town is alive after the New Year's festival. <laughs> then I declare this town silent till I <laughs> <laughs> Segue to Silent Hill. So that Harvest Moon is really a prequel to Silent Hill. That's uh, what happened.
1: <laughs> oh man, what else do I have to say about Harvest Moon? Hybrid plants, bad transitions. Oh yeah, tr- bad translations. Natsume is uh, very not good at very tran- not good. <laughs> yes. They're they're very not good at translating games good.
0: (laughs) Bravo. They
1: they mistranslated their own name, for crying out loud. In the credits for Harvest Moon 64, instead of crediting it to Natsume Corp., they uh, credited it to uh, Natume. Natume? And brought to you by Natume, the company that doesn't exist. (coughs) (laughs) And, uh, man, you know what's the worst translation is Harvest Moon DS have you played this at all? no um there's a thing you can trigger to you know how like there's the dude that picks up all of your crops and stuff in the game yeah he will if you talk to him on a certain day he will talk in nothing but Japanese really? yeah and there's another character in the game where you can trigger them to talk in German for one day (laughs) and uh like there's just spelling and grammatical errors out the ass in that game Actually, Liches. now that
0: Ugh. now that we're talking about, how, there is one thing I remember is the goddess, and um, I think in the DS version and the GameCube version, yeah. there's this dumb plot that they give you where there was a god living among the, among the town, but she turned herself to stone because that was every,
1: magical melody.
0: Because everyone, that game I
1: loved, that was a good one. Because
0: everyone forgot how to love the land, and your job was to.
1: To create to uh, capture musical notes for, for capture musical
0: Im- notes by a com- which was basically an achievement system like in Team Fortress. Yeah, and but most, and Xbox games.
1: If you want to compare it to that, I like comparing it more to into the Nintendo sixty four version. Like the Nintendo sixty four version had a ton of content in useless crap that you could do. Wait,
0: wait, wait! I'm sorry to stop you there. Yeah, go ahead. But I remember the stupidest thing from Magical Melodies that. They give you a rival. Oh, yeah, they do. Who is the most, like... You cannot tell which sex this person is.
1: I'll tell you one thing about the androgynous rival of Magical Melody. If you become friends enough with... uh, uh, If you become lovers
0: with him or her. With him or her, he or she turns into the gender of your choice. (laughs) And you can marry him or or her. her. And you will kiss and turn to stone. What? That's what happens. That's what I hear. What happens? That is what. Hap- I don't remember
1: that. What happens? I remember you just having a, a wedding ceremony with the goddess. I don't remember you turning to stone. Maybe I didn't get the right ending with all the musical notes for the happy stone statue ending. But, but
0: I, what I remember also about this is that apparently I've read in the DS version you can marry the goddess.
1: Yes, but here's the thing about the DS version. It is so riddled with glitches that you're not gonna be able to do it unless you do it by accident. In the Nintendo 64 version, you've obviously got the regular girls, but then you've got like the witch goddess, you got a witch you can marry, you can marry the uh the harvest goddess. They're they're optional things. But through some kind of just programming error or something like that, I don't know what to attribute it to, probably bad transition. But uh you can't marry like half of these damn girls when you try to. I've tried to do some of these things. You can't do it. It's like why won't your heart go up? I keep giving you exactly I hate you too much. (laughs) I keep giving you exactly what you want. Why why won't you marry
0: me? I keep throwing dead fish in your backyard. I don't understand if you're not getting the message.
1: <laughs> we need to just make a game about how screwed up Harvest Moon is from an like, objective
0: standpoint. True, we just need to make a game about every person in the game being as hateful and The stalker disgusting. keeps stalking
1: me, gives me an egg every Tuesday and then he knows where I am every time of the day. How does he keep following? There's me? a little
0: kid always staring behind me from a tree. He doesn't leave even when it becomes nightfall. <laughs> I don't and I, when I talk to him, he just doesn't say anything. Silent. <laughs> Man, Harvest Moon is really Disturbing. very creepy. I
1: don't know, what was I talking about? Oh yeah, Harvest Moon 64 had a lot of really, like, small object- I was You were saying it was like Team Fortress It was GameCube. The GameCube one was like Team Fortress and achievements and stuff, right? Yeah. Well, like I was saying, I want to attribute it to Nintendo 64 version had a lot of stuff you could do that was optional. Like, you could build an add on to your house. Okay, that's a kind of achievement. It's a thing you can do. You can uh, win a you can win a horse race and get a little stuffed horse for your house. You know, you could get, like, uh... You could get a bathroom added to your house. You could get a, uh... A, uh... A greenhouse added to your farm. You know, because, uh, you could... That way you
0: could you farm could in also the winter. also in Magical Melody, he would buy up nearly all of the area and become a rich... <laughs> tycoon! Tycoon! The only problem is they don't... They didn't create, a like, a white, like, southern... Southern, like... <laughs> high-class rich man costume. Harvest Moon, Land Tycoon. That's what they should have called it. All all the game would have been is like, you have your slap, you have your... your, uh, Southern drawl. You have your revolver, and you have... (laughs) And you have your belt. And your southern
1: wife. Your southern bell. Who you beat with the belt. Eight southern bells are your choice. Force them into marrying you. You also have a glove slap. You know what I liked about Magical (laughs) Melody? (laughs) I liked the ability to glitch through the game. Really? I, uh, I was on the ocean of that one part, and I, I glitched through the boundary between the ocean and the main part of the game. You know how it's made out of squares or something like that? Yeah. And the whole entire world turned black. I fell into the underside of the, of the land, and like nothing, like it, everything was black. I was underneath the world. Really? Yeah, and I, got, I found no way to get out of there.
0: I don't I've know. I've never what, done
1: that. it happened to me twice by accident. It's just not good design choice. I don't know. What else can I say about Harvest Moon? Um all the recent ones I think have been remakes of earlier ones. Harvest Moon for PlayStation took a bunch of stuff from the Nintendo 64 one. Then the PlayStation version was remade into a Game Boy Advance version called Friends of Mineral Town. That version was made into a DS version, and then all of those versions have a boy and girl version. Huh? Yeah.
0: So it's just like, they... Don't they have an Andrasmus Robot version? I wish... Where you're you're like, I "I wish I could love you, but I cannot feel love.
1: (laughs) Alright, so now we're to present day. There's going to be a Harvest Moon game for the DS, another one, called Island of, like, Happiness or something like that. And uh, then there's going to be a Wii one that's going to come out.
0: Do I hope you- there's, like, live... I hope there's a Wii motion capture ho-attack. There is. There yes! Is. But here's the problem.
1: Again, it keeps reinventing itself. They... This was a, almost very, very close to a launch game on the Wii in Japan. So, already there, that can't be that good. all no, right that's not a very that's good sign. That's not a good sign from Red Steel has shown us. But, uh, <laughs> moving on. Um, so, in addition to that having been a launch tile in Japan, it's also a reinvention of the series. Because you're going to be using your hoe to needlessly, like, water plants and stuff. So, that game's going to be garbage. So, maybe hope for the new DS one maybe that'll be good I don't know who knows I love the series but uh in order of how good they are uh Nintendo 64 one uh Playstation one the Super Nintendo one is up there Magical Melody and then I want to say Save the Homeland because it's very different but it's good for what it does and then everything else
0: is garbage this is crazy I feel as though I've lost my way Hmm? I feel as though I've lost my way, Wing Zero. <laughs>
1: Why? How? In what respect?
0: What? Oh, say, well, I'm, I'm, say the goddamn line. I don't know what you want me to say. To say, have you considered Harry Krishna? Yeah. Have you
1: considered
0: Harry Krishna? Maybe three yes! times. Yes. That's gonna be the name of the episode. Have you
1: considered Harry Krishna? Yeah. We watched. uh the Muppet movie. Going into the Muppet movie, we assumed it would be terrible, and we were looking hard to find faults with this movie, and aside from how bad of a character Miss Piggy is, there is a very out-of-place reference three times, we counted it, to Harry Krishna, which is Harry Krishna's. Yeah, which is some kind of uh, it's a group. It's not
0: cult, right? No, it's a religious it's
1: group. It's a religious group that is kind of like a Buddhist teaching where it was like any time in the movie where they're like, you know, they got lost, it's like, there'll be like a billboard that says, have you tried this, you know, this religious group to try and find your way? Or or it's like, I don't know where I'm going. Have you tried Harry Krishna? And it's like, Ugh, whatever. So yeah, that'll be the topic of okay. our title. Okay. Um, to be more focused, I think if you're listening from S K Capcom, we're gonna try and put up a poll because we've been reviewing very positive things, and we need to force ourselves to listen when sit we through w-
0: something bad. Just to elaborate on this, when we were looking for movies to review, we were choosing between Hey Arnold, Arnold blah, 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 Hey Arnold the movie, and the Garfield Holiday Specials.
1: Which I don't know. I might have wanted to watch that Garfield eventually. Uh, Maybe we'll do it just for fun to make fun of it. But we need to focus on something bad. So I'll try to. I don't want to just
0: review Mad Bull. Because Mad Bull's too easy. And I just watched Golgo 13, and that's too easy. And MD Geist is too easy. We need something with either. Well. We need something either recent that's very bad, or we need something. That's divided. That's divided. That's something something it's just anything
1: like it's easy for me to say final fantasy 7 sucks oh final fantasy 7 doesn't suck what are you talking about no i think it's great you know that's a video game topic but we need to Like i have no idea what animation wise has been come up
0: i don't want to talk about i don't want to bring up my wild card and review curtain all-stars the rescue yet <laughs> that, that is that is for the podcast
1: so uh, next week is going to be an interesting one. I'll try and find the worst piece of crap I can find. And, or the best slash worst thing I can find. Either, it's either going to be controversy or total garbage. But um, some, we're get, well, you're going to hear us talk about something well, we don't like.
0: Well, I have like. Macron 1. We're, I can't sit through that. I'm sorry. I sat through it. Did you? Yes.
1: Oh, man. It wasn't.
0: It stopped cutting every five seconds at one point.
1: All right. Well, I guess we gotta end this short bit before we start talking about Macron one. All right. Unless you want to keep going with it.
0: Oh,
1: God. God damn it. I feel sorry for you for uh, for having to sit through that. Bye.